Welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the weekly podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers, located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at Wide Teams. This is episode 11 for Monday, August 30th, 2010. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm. First of all, I want to apologize for the lack of an episode last week. The Wide Teams Podcast is a one-man operation, and last week, between work and family obligations, I just didn't have time to record the show. I'm back on track this week, though, and I've got a great interview to share with you today. I spoke with John McCaffrey at RailsConf 2010, and what I love about this interview is the detail that John goes into in discussing the tools and workflow that go into his distributed Agile collaborations. If you are a member of a dispersed team trying to follow Agile methods like continuous integration and pair programming, there's a tremendous amount of information packed into the next 10 minutes. All right, this is Avdi Grimm with WideTeams.com. I'm at RailsConf 2010, and I'm standing here with John McCaffrey. Uh, John, uh, tell me a little bit about where you're from and what you do. Well, I work in Chicago, and I've been doing Rails now for like two years. used to do Java before that. And uh, right now I'm working with uh, different teams, remote teams, remote contract work and telecommuting. Uh, I've been with big consulting firms before and product companies, but uh, I was looking for working with kind of interesting problems, different solutions, with teams that kind of needed somebody to come in and help them fix some stuff up. So uh, I'm very excited about performance, and I've found that uh, there's a lot of companies out there that have an app that's they've started, but it's starting to shake. It's starting to run into problems. They have a successful business idea. It's working out well. They're generating revenue, but uh-oh, the app is having a tough time scaling. So uh, come in, help people out. And I've been kind of blogging about the stuff that I've learned on railsperformance.blogspot.com. Um, just tips and tricks and uh, kind of gathering all the information. So far at RailsConf, there's been a lot of stuff about um, performance and memprof and profiling and just great, great stuff. So very excited to be here, and there's a lot of good stuff. So uh, tell me a little bit about your history with, uh, with dispersed teams. I've worked on a couple teams. I've worked with remote teams uh, prior to pairing, um, just managing teams that were in India or other countries. You know, deals deal with time zone issues and language issues at some uh, a team in Vietnam, um, and and all sorts of, of challenges. But as uh, agile practices have gotten better, the requirements have gotten better. TDD, more testing, our communication has gotten better, but there's still a lot of challenges. Recently, I've been working on things that uh, it's remote pairing, um, using tools like Skype or TeamViewer or Yugu or uh, different different ways to share, like kind of like a VNC type thing. Being able to share your desktop, uh, work on a problem together, uh, pick which story you're going to work on, write the test, check it in. You know, also do like the the ping pong thing where one person writes a failing test and then switches control over to the other guy and he makes the test pass. Then he writes a failing test, switches control back to the other guy, he makes it pass. Keeping each other engaged. Pairing is kind of an exhausting thing. Uh, it's very difficult to communicate all of these things, all this information. You're, if you think somebody, you're not following somebody's idea or you have something you want to try but you can't quite explain it. Uh, it's a lot of communication, but it leads to better code. And I'm finding a lot of success with uh, you know Team Viewer and different techniques for um, uh, working with a team remotely. And I find that the Rails community is really good at it, and the Rails projects seem to be a lot more flexible and understanding of it. I, I haven't seen as many like uh, Java or, or other projects where they're kind of willing or uh, flexible to have somebody who's, who's doing uh, remote pairing like that. 
So uh, uh, tell me a little bit just about a day in the life of, of your remote work. All right. Well, when it might start out with everybody in campfire. Um, we check in and see what we're doing. Post, like, minus 24, here's the things I, I did yesterday, the, the problems I worked on, plus 24, here's the things I'm going to be working on in the next 24 hours or so. Uh, any outstanding issues or blockers, things that you need somebody else to, to do. Um, and then kind of uh, might be a call-in stand-up to discuss where things are at. If there's a change in priorities, people might look in uh, Pivotal Tracker to see what, what stories are available, what things are closed, ready for QA, etc. Check the build machine check the app see what's going on um and then pick pick what tasks you're going to work on maybe say i'm i'm still working on this task from yesterday and i'm looking for a pair to join me somebody pairs up with you says oh i'll work with i'll work with you in the morning but uh you know i have i'm going to pick up something else in the afternoon so you usually try to switch through the day if you can i mean you don't always um and then two people get together check in with each other they're maybe using uh um, google chat and google voice uh to kind of start the conversation and then or not google voice but the voice component of google chat um and then all right let's hook up and maybe using team viewer or skype share de- share desktop make sure everybody's got the latest code all the tests pass we're good to go we know what we're working on start working on things um you know build the functionality front front to back from the you know javascript CSS, HTML, all the way back to the database, and just kind of work things out. Um, and then usually in the afternoon, switch up with another with another set, and hopefully you know be able to finish things and then deploy the code and say like, all right, to the to the QA team that this feature is done, ready to be tested. How big is your team right now? Uh, it's like five, just five or six people. So there, there can be a problem if you have an odd number um, that, that you can have an issue. Sometimes the odd person is just a designer or they're going to work on some other task. But it's nice to have even even number of people. And are they all remote from each other? Uh, no, there's like four people that are in the office, and then two people are remote on occasion. Other than there's like work from home Friday kind of thing where a lot of people are working remotely. So it does, oh, sorry, it does require in those cases that your VPN is all set up, everybody has access to the shared stuff, or if you're if you have like a private GitHub, which is kind of nice, all of a sudden you don't have to be in the office. You can push off your resources. You know, Pivotal is external to the site, Campfire is external to your your home office. You know, all of a sudden you really don't even have to be in the office in order to do your job. What have been the biggest challenges that you faced in doing remote work? Initially, it was um, concerns of the of the tooling, concerns of how fast people's home networks would be, or how you know if there was going to be a lot of lag, connectivity. I think there was one issue: a guy on Linux um, was having some problems with either TeamViewer or some one of the tools. It wasn't it wasn't as fast or something. Um, so we were concerned about latency and the tool sets. Um, but besides, now that we see that they're they're pretty mature now, they're pretty fast. Um, things seem to be moving along pretty quickly. And for you, what are the the major benefits of doing remote work? Um, well, the the it's better than not. Uh, well, the remote work is one thing. I guess remote pairing would be another thing. Remote, like the the flexibility, the ability to to check in and work on problems um, uh, when you when you have the passion and the motivation to do it you could wake up at seven o'clock six o'clock whatever and just work on something for a couple of hours whereas if you had to you know drive into work or something it might take you an hour or something you might not be able to work on anything until later in the day so i think flexibility in the time and also the diversity of the projects independent of where you live 
you might be able to work on extremely fascinating projects in a diverse set of industries. You might get build domain knowledge in one area, and maybe there's only one company. Let's say you work in healthcare. There's only one major major healthcare company in your town, but you build up all this domain knowledge, and now working remotely, you could do similar work or build on your knowledge for another customer that's in another city or state or whatever. So that's kind of that flexibility uh, is is pretty rewarding and pretty fun, and uh, you know, better family life, and also sometimes people don't need a full time resource. And so often going with the telecommuting or the working from home sometimes comes project work, not full-time work. So somebody might want a high-level expert, but they don't really want to hire you as a full-time resource with benefits and all that stuff. They just really want you to come in and fix their problems for a month or so. So with that, that kind of work, the flexibility sometimes goes hand-in-hand. What does your current uh, tool stack look like for doing remote work? Um, I'm on a Mac. Uh, I'm using Ruby Version Manager, RVM, uh, with 191. Uh, I use NetBeans for development, but I've been playing around with TextMate and use it a little bit. And now I've been playing around with VI a little bit, but I don't think I'm quite there yet. So most of what I do is in NetBeans. I like being able to run the tests and stuff like that. Um, and I just, I've been using it for a while, so I'm comfortable with it. Um, auto tests or Zen tests to run the tests automatically. Uh, parallel tests to run the tests in parallel to get them, you know, running fast. Postgres database. Uh, Specifically, um, um, communication tools. I mean, you talked about it a little bit, but just like what you're using for, for your team okay. collaboration. Uh, like I said, Gmail, voice chat, and then TeamViewer. And then Pivotal Tracker for projects, Campfire for group chat. Um, and that's pretty much it. I've been hearing a couple of people talking about uh, TeamViewer, and uh, I'm not really familiar with it. What do you What do you like about that? Um, it's It's a very fast tool. You can try it out for free. There's a, a free like trial version. There's a commercial version that's not that expensive, um, 500 bucks or something. And uh, it has the best uh, speed. It also has integrated uh, chat and uh, voice and stuff like that. But I just tend not to do that. Just I don't know for whatever reason. It's I think maybe there's no history in the chat or something. I don't know. But I, so I just I choose to use it that way. It's you have two versions of it. One is if you both want to be able to control the mouse or keyboard of the main computer, that's one mode. The other mode is like presenter mode, where they can see what you're doing, but they can't actually change. So that one has uh, less bandwidth consumption. So that one's like a little bit faster. So that's pretty much why I use TeamViewer. Okay. If you were talking to a group that was considering getting into remote work and uh, distributed teamwork, is there any piece of advice that you would give them? Um, I would say that the remote, I would say start small, just start with one person remotely. I would, you know, depending on the, t- the nature of your team or whatever, uh, it's doing work remotely requires you to be more of an expert and, uh, you know, better at communication, better at follow through, better at being proactive and motivated. Um, so you might want to start confirming that your team has all of those skills and bringing, you know, in a face-to-face kind of way and then moving out. Um, like I was saying before, uh, the Assembla.com, this company that uh, glues together these uh, various products, track, wiki, um, subversion, or, or get, and gives you this kind of one-stop shop for all of your project management stuff, they do remote work. So they, their model is actually, instead of having a long interview process, you get a, contra- a one-week contract with them as part of your interview, and then you pair together remotely with them on some tasks. So... Whereas I was just saying a second ago, you want to you know, determine in-house that people have all these motivation skills. Assembla team just says, well, we'll just figure that out on the job. We will give you a reasonable rate. We're going to contract on something. We're going to figure out if you fit with us and if we fit with you. Um, so that might be another approach is to just try it out in a lightweight way where if it's not working, it's not a big deal to say, hey, that was fun, but we're moving on. 
That's a really interesting approach. Uh, before we go, uh, are, is there anything you want to say about your company or any other shout-outs you want to give? Um, just uh, I'm, like I was saying before, I'm very fascinated by performance stuff and uh, performance opportunities. If anybody has any performance issues and wants some tips and tricks, go to railsperformance.blogspot.com. Uh, that's where I'm just gathering up basically... The first round of things is everything you want to know about performance. I have like all the links and all the screencasts that other people have done and just categorizing them. And then also my own uh, ideas and my own improvements for speeding up your tests, speeding up your JavaScript and your browser experience, speeding up the database, um, all of those things. Just kind of a one-stop shop for all of that information. So come check it out. And if you want to see my Twitter, it's J underscore McCaffrey, which is M-C-C-A-F-F-R-E-Y on Twitter. Great. Thanks a lot for your time, John. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Wide Teams podcast. Visit us on the web at wideteams.com for guest articles, screencasts, how-tos, and more from the world of dispersed teams. The Wide Teams podcast is a service of ShipRise LLC and is released under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next time, this is Avdi Grimm signing off. Wild, 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 wild,